Here we go. You're listening to Why We Do What We Do. Uh, this is why we do what we do. This is a very special episode today because, hey, we've been around for a year, which is kind of cool. So what we actually did was met up as a team, everyone who works on this podcast, and we had a, a cool discussion just about what we've been up to and what we are looking forward to and things like that. So I actually want to start, I'm going to play just a little bit of a clip from how we tried to start that interview, which is just kind of funny. It goes like this. Y'all <laughs> Uh, okay (laughs) welcome to why we do what we do this is your host abraham and your co-host ryan oh you just did both of our voices yeah all right well that was a really great intro which was pretty fun but we had some audio issues so we re-recorded that and anyway before we actually get into that i want to play in reflecting on where we've come from and how we got here i wanted to play a couple of intros from our very first episode up through a few later episodes and hear some of the evolution of how the show has changed over the last year. So here they are. Welcome to the first episode of uh, Why We Do What We Do. Welcome to Why We Do What We Do. I'm your host, Abraham. And I am your co-host, Rhino. Welcome to Why We Do What We Do. I will be your host, Abraham. And I'm your co-host, Ryan O. And we're all alone in our studio here today, although we have brand new, beautiful, wonderful microphones I'm so excited about. Hey, everyone. This is Abraham. And your co-host, Ryan O. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, Anyway, you will have noticed that the introduction music was a little bit different. We have several versions of what that could sound like. We just haven't actually used any of them yet, so I decided to try and cut them all together and make something a little bit fun for everyone who's listening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump now to the discussion that we had, uh, celebration of our one-year episode, or having been around for a year, and um, there there is a section, a few minutes of this, that I decided to cut out for various reasons that is going to be available. The whole episode will be made available to anyone who's a Patreon subscriber, so if you are, be on the lookout for that. That'll be up um, around the same time, if not just a little tiny bit after uh, the launch of the regular episode. Um, but anyway, uh, you're going to hear this a lot throughout the episode, but just before I jump into it, I'm just going to say, hey, thank you. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling friends. Thank you for downloading episodes. Just thank you if you've been around, even if you're just joining now. I appreciate you um, being here and uh, and helping us make it to a year. So thanks. Here's the episode. We're we're currently recording right now. So shall we try that intro again? Yes. Okay. Do you want to do that or do you no, want me to do I, it? <laughs> I think you start us off. All right. Welcome to Why We Do What We Do. This is Abraham. And your co-host, Ryan O. And I would like to welcome two other members of our team that people don't get to hear from very often. So uh, uh, this is uh, Miranda and Shane. Hi. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us today. And uh, we're really just going to, I'm just really happy to say we've been doing this for a year. It's a little bit unbelievable. And uh, and so I have my team here to thank for that. And, uh, and of course, all of our listeners. And so we had something a little bit special. We just kind of wanted to talk about uh, what we do on this podcast and say thank you to everybody. And it'll probably be a little bit of a shorter one. <laughs> Ryan is zoning out right now. With I'm trying to focus in on you in my ears, not you across from me. So uh, for everyone who may or may not hear this part, we uh, we had to set up a very interesting system of recording uh, to so we could see each other and hear each other and all of that. And 
and uh, and Ryan is hearing a lot of echoing, so it looks like he's going to have a small seizure. Um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, that's that's where we're at. So let's actually just start by uh, we'll have uh, uh, Miranda and Shane. If you guys want to just talk a little bit about yourselves and uh, and and what you what I don't know about the podcast, anything, whatever you want to talk about, go for it. Sure, um, <laughs> I'll jump in. So. I'm Miranda. You've heard my voice a few times on the podcast itself, uh, but I work a lot behind the scenes helping uh, Abraham with editing and just making sure, you know, all the audio is cleaned up and um, everything's stitched together really nicely so that we can put out a really fun, informative episode every week. So uh, it's been a really great experience just being able to work in audio editing, something that I've enjoyed doing in the past, but haven't been able to do a lot of. And, um, yeah, just getting to hear everything that goes on behind the scenes, all the outtakes, all the all the fun stuff that oftentimes gets cut. Um, but you know, getting to know the this team through um, hearing them talk about some really interesting topics and um, getting to work with them as well has been a pretty amazing experience so far. And I'm looking forward to another year of it. I think we can safely say that the episodes you hear that sound the best. If you can p- take, if you can pick that apart from the other ones, that uh, that probably can be attributed to Miranda most of the time. I feel like whenever I nine point nine percent of the time. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think uh, that Miranda does a great job, and also uh, congratulations on recently releasing your first uh, totally uh, the episode that you took the lead on on uh, the with the, the anchoring episode. Yeah, and that was great fun and but definitely you know a team effort um you know working together and um getting some recording done with ryan and then also just everyone's feedback um there's just a lot of help behind the scenes for that for sure and so um i so appreciated just everyone stepping in and helping me work through this this new project and um i'm i'm pretty proud of us all for it so thanks guys and i'm a <laughs> And I think we, you know, we can generally look forward to more episodes like mm-hmm. that um, in this in this next year of why we do what we do. This is true. So, uh, and Shane, you want to talk a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah. So, for your everybody who doesn't know me, uh, I'm Shane Spiker. I have I'm probably the newest. I will definitely the newest member of this group. Um, I have not done a whole lot with the podcast so far. Uh, a couple interviews and a little bit of behind the scenes stuff, but nothing too crazy. Um, and just kind of, you know, my experience has been just working in behavior analysis for a while and doing some really crazy stuff. So, um, I got in working with Ryan with the with a with a different group doing um, some blogging and just some writing and disseminating some information. But um, overall, I'm kind of looking forward to getting into working with the podcast and doing some cool things here. So um, this is kind of a new experience for me, um, this type of medium. So we'll see kind of how it plays out. Awesome. Um, I think it'd be fun to talk about just some of the things that for myself, I've gotten quite a bit out of this podcast. Part of it is doing the extra research. A lot of these topics we chose because there were things I already knew a lot about. And a lot of them were things that I thought I knew a lot about and then learned a lot more as I did some research. And then there were some things that I kind of knew about. uh, I kind of knew some things about and have since learned quite a bit more. And so some of the just what I've really enjoyed about doing this podcast so far um, is is how many different things that I've learned. And, uh, it's, it's kind of humbling, you know, it, there's, uh, learning how sometimes how little I actually knew about a thing that I thought I knew a lot about. Um, I think that the episode 
that I learned the most about was probably when we did, honestly, recently we did sensory deprivation mm -hmm. tanks. I didn't know that much about sensory deprivation tanks. And so that was a really fun one to research um, and learn quite a bit more about. But uh, just have other others, I don't know, what do you... What have you been enjoying about this so far, Ryan? I enjoy that I get to sit. Uh, what can you ask me again? Yeah, I mean, I was just one thing I was just reflecting on is what this what this show has meant to me over the last year. I mean, I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. Okay. That's that's kind of crazy. You know, when we first started, we had this this idea in mind that this was going to go on for maybe who knows how long, but we hadn't planned out what the entire year was going to look like. We had about I don't know, three months planned out and ready to go. And then we just kind of kept pushing and kept pushing and kept finding ways we wanted to innovate and try and make the show better and to make it sound better and to get the quality better. And the team, um, you know, I think that I've said this before, but this podcast wouldn't exist without this group of people. So, yeah. And the, mostly I was just reflecting on um, what sort of surprised me and what I've learned and how I feel like I've, um, developed as a person out of this project. So that's sort of where I was trying to lead off with you. So when I get a vision of something, it's hard for me to let it go sometimes. And this being a vision of yours, um, and then like the new episodes being a vision of Miranda, um, really pushes me personally to shut up and step back and listen sometimes, <laughs> to be honest. And I have a lot more growth to do in that area, but I feel like this project's kind of forced me to do a bit of that. That's one thing that was really crucial. The fact that we pulled off a year of episodes is like insane. Um, I was talking with another podcaster that is in New Zealand and uh, he was like, how'd you do a year? And I was like, well, it's like a lot of us coming together and it's a little insane now that you think about it. Step back and be like, holy cow, we did that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what was cool is it was just a one, um, just like kind of one commitment. I don't remember exactly all of it. Remind me if I'm off on this, but I think I was just like, hey, I finally realized why you want to start one of those podcasts. Like, let's do something. And I was like at your house and we were just like, could we do a year and could we commit to a year? And we we're just like, yeah, we'll commit to a year and see what happens. Um, it's about right. Along the way, we found some awesome people. And those people are now setting up this really cool, I think this is like still super early stages of where we could take this whole thing. Sure. Um, so this next year coming off of our kind of planning meeting that we just did and where we want to go and putting a lot more investment into those different strategies and our plans, I'm excited to see where we are. And like, I think in three months, we're going to be in a totally different spot. Like we'll see what we did this year growth wise individually and as a group. I think we'll do all of that in the next like three months over again. Like that's going to speed up. Everything's just going to be really cool and awesome. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, one thing I would like to alert everyone to who's listening to this now is hopefully you're going to be hearing quite a bit more of the of the voices of Miranda and Shane. Part of our plan and our strategic mission for this upcoming year is to get everyone a little bit more involved in writing and developing and recording episodes so that you, uh, I mean, for one thing, that we can put a little bit more time and quality into every episode. And for another thing, so that we can, um, we can, we can have a lot of content to be able to push in various forms and I mean mostly this is going to continue on mo as a podcast but you know we uh, Ryan has been largely um, leading the p push for social media stuff and um, and we'll continue to, to do some more of that and we've talked about putting a little bit more in the way of recording video things um, out there so 
uh, we just want you know we want to branch out and get our make our presence known. It's been I, probably a lot of people don't know this, but this is a volunteer podcast. We don't make anything <laughs> from this. We we were able to cover our costs th- thanks largely to our Patreon supporters um, and uh, and from our listeners. So uh, thank you everyone for that. And uh, and we're you know I think uh, this, but otherwise we we do this with our free time. You know we don't. This isn't a job that we get to come to work and. I don't know if this is the reason for uh, for what I'm about to say next, but this podcast is <laughs> like the most fun thing I do or the second most fun thing that I do with my time. And maybe that says something about me and maybe I'm just a boring person, but um, I, I really enjoyed get it, doing this. So I'd like to hear a little bit from, uh, from you, Miranda, uh, and then we'll go to you, Shane, about just sort of what this podcast is what role this has been for you so far and where you'd like to yeah, see it sure. go. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, sort of I've loved podcasts for a long time. I think I was probably into podcasts before like when they were first around like you know in the early aughts um so i've listened to podcasts for a very long time i really believe in them as a way to get information out there and to really teach people and to inspire people and to entertain as well and um you know i we're we're all behavioral scientists and this is a topic that's really important to us and um we really want to get it out there and so it's been pretty amazing to have an outlet for that um, in a way that's, you know, really, really fun to do. And, and, um, producing this work is an absolute ball. So, I mean, just being able to take something I care about, um, like behavioral psychology and transform it in a media, into a medium that is accessible to other people, um, is just really, really rewarding. And, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, just how we'll continue to build that and get, get it out there even further. But, just that has been just really intrinsically rewarding just being able to um to do that awesome yeah and just to kind of piggyback on what she's saying is you know the the idea of being able to take uh you know what could be complex science and being able to disseminate it to people who are interested or who want to know more about it um i think is a really great way to uh be able to expand what we're doing as behavioral scientists um you know you see too much where uh so much pseudoscience gets out there and to be able to kind of take that and and see it and say hey this is out there this is information that's being disseminated let's debunk it a little bit um or let's just kind of like uh you strip it away and be able to give a little bit of truth to what's actually happening there, I think is kind of a neat concept um, in, in what this podcast is doing. Now, I didn't get into podcast very much until uh, uh, until like this last like maybe year. Um, this podcast actually got me into podcasts. I was kind of like, this is happening and I want to know more about what's out there. Nice. Um, and so and especially kind of like uh, working with a like minded group of people to be able to get information out, I think is kind of for me, it's 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 it makes me think that, you know, the, the world is not so crazy. Like there are people that think like me, I'm not alone in, in what we believe in and what we do to be able to kind of like say, Hey, this is out here. Let's get some information out. Let's, let's save the world. Uh, one little bit of information at a time. I think that's kind of a neat little, you know, element to this. It's awesome. One other thing just to kind of reflect on is both Miranda and Shane, y'all reached out to us essentially or found it. And now we're all here making stuff, right? So the creative process is super exciting. Um, and I know we have plans on how to try to incorporate and incorporate and like leverage a lot more help in the second year from any of the listeners, right? So it should be pretty exciting to watch those sort of things grow. Um, I guess I just owe like a big thank you to all three of you for <laughs> pushing me, teaching me, and putting <laughs> up with me. <laughs> Well, and you know, I, I have several things that I think we could we could talk about inside of this, and um, and some ideas 
that I ha- that I have. Um, but one thing, you know, I just wanted to, I, I, I was thinking about it as you were talking, Shane, is that I, and I mentioned this in a meeting we had earlier, obviously off, off air that people aren't going to hear, but for me, this podcast is largely sort of the, the skeptical angle of psychology. And a lot is out there inside of pop psychology that shows up on magazines and in Facebook and news feeds and whatnot. And a lot of it is that magazines. It's, it's just portrayed badly, right? Um, it's that the, the journalism reporting aspect of it is done badly. And that's true for all of the sciences. They all get like poor reporting that shows up. And that's not to say the journalists are necessarily at fault. I think there's a lot of people who are involved in the decisions around how those things get conveyed. Um, and then also there is an element of this too that is where psychologists do this badly. <laughs> you know, they're the ones who write their articles and they do their research and they ask questions that are misleading. And so and again, also true of all other scientific fields. You get these researchers who do not great research and it will get published and it gets out there and it's it seems like this big breaking thing. And I, a recent example I'll pull from, it's timely you know, when we're recording this, is that uh, this whole idea of there being this uh, other le- organ in our body, the interstitium, and uh, and all of the, the went on around that. Turns out that that group of people, they weren't, the only thing that really contributed to that was a new way of looking at these cells. There was otherwise not anything new, and they actually belonged to a group of people who were pushing uh, this acupuncture agenda, um, which has been quite clearly demonstrated to be pseudoscience and literature. But this showed up in, in mainstream science news like that was when? the big thing like this week uh, was, uh, at the time week. of this recording it was probably three weeks ago okay. so within the last month so around i'll just say around april of 2018 is when that started showing up and you know it didn't it didn't last terribly long but that kind of stuff shows up for psychology quite a bit and a lot of people who are on the inside of that field they even don't they don't approach psychology from that sort of skeptical angle and so a lot of this approach is People are, in my experience, generally smart, logical people. Like they, you, when you have a one-on-one with someone, uh, then you generally can have a conversation where both people are on the same page and understanding where they're coming from. It's when you get into those sort of larger forums where you don't really have a voice or you're not really talking to a person as a person uh, that that con- that uh, communication starts to break down. I like the the quote on the movie Men in Black. He says, uh, "the the person is smart, people are dumb." And, uh, and goes on to say more about that. And in a way, like he's kind of on the right track, but I think of it more with respect to how we communicate with another. Not that people in general are dumb, but yeah, when you think about each, each individual person and when you sit down and have this conversation from a scientific point of view on things like psychology, they get it and they can follow it. And so the point of this show is not to talk down to people who aren't in the same field, but it's to be able to have the conversation with them that nobody else is having about psych- uh, psychological concepts and principles and ideas where they get this misleading story and that's the only thing that they have. And they maybe understand when they read it that there's some part that's missing or this isn't a great interpretation and maybe they don't but just being able to give them that information people are generally in my experience able to uh, use that and have a have a more informed opinion and we try and do that by using as little jargon as possible on this show um, and so that's that's one thing that I've, I've really like right. about about this project and it's kind of a challenge you know we're used to talking about things in a particular way where we use our language and our jargon and our terms and we understand those concepts and principles and they are supposed to be reflected in a very precise 
way the presentation of of that of those concepts should be. And I think part of the the challenge and the fun of this is figuring out how do we say this and be correct, and also say it without sounding like these elitist sort of white tower psychologist people who, you know, we have the degrees, so just listen to what we have to say, and I'm going to confuse you with my words until you believe me. So I hope that at least I don't come off that way. It's been my goal to sound more like a conversational person than uh, that white tower <laughs> erudite. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for the yeah. year of the skeptics, pretty much. I think you're using white tower erudite. <laughs> just conflicted no. that. <laughs> oh, did it? I don't even know what that means. Oh. That wasn't I'm pretentious not, I'm not at good all. At knowing <laughs> the, the specific vocabulary words that people, <laughs> I don't know, I say them, I don't. Abraham's experienced in knowing words that other people don't know. It's just like a fun thing for you, I feel like. It is. Yeah. Oh, I love learning words. Like I have the, it's, it's the dictionary like... app, the word of the day. Like I look up and learn the new word of the day all the time. And also uh, people who, <laughs> who know me uh, would already know this, but I love word games. So I play word games constantly. Um, and, uh, and that's the one, the one type of game I can consistently win at is word games. That's why you're the, the one remaining words with friend player. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they just have a bunch of bots I have to playing, have friends playing, playing you <laughs> oh, yeah, because the you're the only one. <laughs> like this guy, he doesn't stop. <laughs> all the ad support that I'm not even clicking on. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So anyway, uh, sorry, that was a little bit derailed. Um, one thing I, I did want to bring back around, though, is sort of what we thought this year could look like. You know, I already mentioned having you guys included, um, but otherwise what we'd like to what you all personally would like to see happen out of this next year of the podcast. We're going to reconvene May 2019, um, and hopefully we made it another 52, 53, 53. That'll put us over 100 episodes, by the way. I'm very excited oh. about um, but uh, yeah, I know. Right. Uh, so anyway, that's, uh, what are you guys looking forward to in the next year? Um, let's start with, uh, you, you yeah, Amanda, I yeah. mean, this has been the word or why not? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited to, uh, start engaging more with our audience. And I think, you know, now that we, we do have a really great base and we have some, outlets, you know, via social media, we live in this really connected world now to where we can really make this a wider conversation. And we can bring other people who maybe haven't been a part of that conversation yet, but could contribute and could really, um, are really interested in learning about what we're talking about, um, bringing them in and and just, uh, yeah, just making this whole thing bigger. So I'm excited for that and just continuing to grow and continuing to be, um, a resource to anyone who just is really interested in these types of topics. Yeah, it sounds good. I, um, for me, I think what's going to be, what I'm kind of really excited about is getting creative with this and being able to kind of, uh, look at this idea of like science and non-science places. Uh, I was kind of thinking about that while we were talking. Um, cause you know, I think that what's really cool about this is it kind of takes concepts that are out there and explains them and breaks them down and kind of shows you that it can be applied everywhere. And I think I like that idea of being able to kind of get feedback from everybody to be able to understand what everybody's looking for, what kind of content they're looking at and being able to be like, Oh, but this is out here too. Um, and be able to kind of highlight those elements of like what we do, but in different contexts where you might not even really think that it exists there. So I think that'll be kind of a neat little uh, foray into 
that realm. That's awesome. I think we all have a certain amount of blind spots. Um, which sort of what I was hearing <laughs> and, and what you were saying that like, yeah, we, we, maybe we get it, but we don't see everywhere that it applies. And so, uh, I think using this as a forum to illuminate some of those blind spots, would be kind of cool. So uh, let's, uh, Ryan, what do you, th- what do you want to get out of this? A second, uh, a lot of what Miranda said and just to kind of extend off that, like yeah, the for building sure. process, I feel like I've dabbled a little bit more on another project um, earlier this year that I th- I've learned some with that I can bring over, but there's going to be a lot of like collaboration and strategies and different things that um, all of us are going to be thinking of to implement, to help build and grow this bigger than we didn't, we didn't really try to, I guess, build last year so much as like create a lot of content, right? Yeah, very much so. So now building the listenership, engaging with um, the people that are listening, learning from them, what they like and growing, that's going to be a a heck of a challenge. Um, But those are the things that I like grow the most in and like get really excited about. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And then every week we'll see what happens as we, we change up, you know, who's recording what and how that goes. I'm excited to see where that goes. But getting a, a different topic thrown at me because largely you know i've been just like throw something at me abraham like what do you got and that forces me to learn about stuff that i would not be learning about whatsoever had i not been in that so another year of just learning in general about psychology in areas i don't necessarily know as much about um and contributing where i do is really exciting as well yeah i think um we've, we've been talking about different ways to to have this show exist and uh at the point that this is going to be released actually very close to the time that it was recorded we're doing a quick turnaround here is uh we have people have already heard us start to release some interviews we've done i think five or six that have been published so far and we have at least a a three more that are coming out um and and my idea was to release about one of those per month um and and have the other style but we started talking about doing these uh almost like seasons where we'll do uh, more of the story style episodes uh, where we, you know, they're a little bit more involved. We include a lot more audio production and and build on the story. We've been talked about doing some of those more direct interviews where it's mostly just that dialogue with people and then having those t- uh, styles where it's just, you know, two people, they're a part of this crew who would break down a topic and discuss it. And so I'm looking forward to really branching out to see what we're kind of capable of. I think a lot of people get they're prepared to uh, hear a certain type of episode uh, from the podcast that they listen to. And that's, that's fine. That's great. I like that. And I think that I don't want to have any limitations on what we can do inside of this podcast. I don't think we need to have a, why we do what we do slash radio lab, you know, that releases independently on its own schedule and, uh, and why we do what we do uh, interview style, I don't know what that would be <laughs> called, um, but you know, <laughs> whatever that's going to be, uh, that releases like, I like the fact that these can all hang out of the same umbrella and we can, we can have different types of content and keep it <laughs> variable and fresh and new and, and have a lot of different ways of conveying that information. And, you know, maybe we will look at, uh, other ways to have some spinoff shows or something uh, in the future. I don't know, but it's well, that's one thing I'm really looking forward to is building on the type of content that we're delivering. And going back to the point that uh, that Miranda was making is uh, for those for those of you who have been uh, listening to the show. Um, and hey, you you helped us make it to a year, so uh, thanks for that. Also. One way that you can help uh, support the show is just tell someone about us. You know, go, uh, you know, tell tell friend, even someone who doesn't listen to podcasts. If you think that they get something out of even one of our episodes, uh, you know, share that with them. And we're just we're trying to reach as many people as uh, as would be interested in this this type of thing. So 
um, you know, giving people the, the shot. That's um, there was a huge campaign last year. They called it Tripod, uh, T R Y P O D, and the whole idea was like just tell someone to listen to a podcast. You know, the and there was the industry trying to promote itself. So a lot of individual podcasts uh, went out and promoted that. And uh, I, I thought that was a really cool thing. And I would generally recommend that as well. It's just you know get get people to listen to podcasts. This is an industry that's it's been developing as Miranda said for, you know, 15, 20 years, maybe at best. And, um, it's, it's pretty recent and really the, the, the podcasts have just been exploding in the last probably eight years or so. The, the last month there's been so much changes. There's been a whole YouTube creator push okay. in the last month. Um, like we don't have to include this specific example, but like the guy I watch a lot on video, Casey Nastat, the nice stat, he launched with his wife and launched it same day. Number one downloaded podcast for the next like week Jeez. on all platforms. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a 10 million subscriber base essentially that was just pushed over there immediately to go listen to this, this content, right. From yeah. his channel. So it's, it's, uh, I was reading some stats as well that there's, uh, more people that want to advertise than there are podcasts available to advertise on right now. Wow. Um, this was some data out of South uh, South by Southwest, the big event yeah. goes on, I think, in Dallas. Austin. So um, just the entire, what's that? G- Austin, Texas. Yeah, clarified. Austin, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, anyhow, there's just uh, some insane growth in the last year, was my, or sorry, in the last month was my well, it's, I mean, what a cool format. This is sort of like, uh, it's like audiobooks, you know, except that it's basically free. I, I don't even know if there are podcasts where you have to go and pay to listen to them. There probably are. But, you know, the vast majority of these podcasts are free. They are often paid for by advertising. They're also sometimes people who, like, they do this for fun. This is a hobby, like, you know, for us. Um, and there is a lot of people where it, it, it's, it's a great sort of wild west industry where when YouTube first sort of hit the scene and it was just people uploading videos of like them doing stupid stuff in their backyard. And now there are full on television shows that exist on YouTube. Like that's a crazy change. And I think podcasts were sort of like, there was a lot of people who approached it like it was just a radio show and that still exists today. And that's awesome. And a lot of people who treat it as a total entertainment entertainment medium where it's, they tell stories and that's the whole thing they do. They, you know, they're fictional stories, um, one of the, my favorites to listen to is Welcome to Night Vale. It's a hugely popular podcast. They put on PodCon that you went to, or at least the one yeah. of the, the creators were involved in the development of that. And uh, and so, I mean, what a cool industry this is. You know, there's just, there's so much that can be done with it. And so I'm, I'm pretty excited to continue to see how this thing grows and develops. And I'm just really happy to be a part of it, honestly. There's, there's some discussion that I've heard um, recently as well in that like YouTuber sphere of there's a lot of room to create more when it comes to like the, the styles and how you're going to actually produce there. Like there's a lot of opportunity for change in that industry Yeah, with as fast as it's growing, the different people coming in. Um, and that audio has a lot of creative uh, freedom, I guess that might not have been explored quite yet. I don't know if what y'all think like podcasts set in stone now, maybe Miranda, like have you seen a lot of change over the last eight? Yeah. I mean, they definitely all started similar you know, to what we kind of present, which is this is a topic we're really, really passionate about. Um, We're going to get a few people together and we're going to discuss it long form style. Um, And then obviously you have public radio that's been producing things maybe um, with a little bit more, some more layers to it for quite a while that um, really inspired what podcast is. So, you know, This American Life's been on for like, what, 20 years now. 
25 years, you know, NPR definitely played a big hand. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, as far as that progression, um, progression goes, it's, it's definitely happened. Um, but I think there are some pioneers that everyone kind of likes to, you know, base themselves off of and, and aspires to. But then everyone's also taking those forms that have been well established and just flipping them on their heads. And um, beyond that, too, creating community in in a way that, you know, wasn't really accessible before that we now have. So, um, you know, it's it's not just something that you passively engage with a lot of the time. Um, it's something that you're actually being actively involved with us as a listener, as a patron of um, whatever, whatever podcast you might be listening to. I know, you know, I, I actively support the the podcasts and the creators that I'm into, you know, so Radiotopia, I'm a sustaining giver for them. And they, you know, that's um, podcasts like um, 99% Invisible and the Memory Palace and um, Song Exploder, these really, really great podcasts that are, are taking the old form and just turning it all around and then also creating community around it. There's a lot of listener engagement with that. Um, and, you know, we're just able to engage with our entertainment in a way that is unprecedented and then go out and, you know, be inspired and create your own. Uh, so it's, it's just very, very exciting to be a part of. In my initial, one of the initial things I wanted to do with this podcast when I very first started it was have a segment on every single episode where I had a listener uh, who would like call in or, or we would figure out a way to get them on the show and just either do like uh, have do like a brief interview with them or have them uh, just, you know, say whatever, you know, I have some way for them to do it. And that might be a cool thing to explore in the future for people. You know, we don't, unfortunately, we haven't gotten a ton of listener mail. I was hoping for more. We, we tend to get really <laughs> short comments and more than anything, people requesting episode topics is the vast majority of what I tend to see. Um, but, you know, every once in a while we get some really cool uh, feedback from people and I'd love to see, you know, more of yeah. that. It just tells yeah. us we're getting a lot of listeners that are interested in what we're doing, which is what we're looking for. Yeah, I think we can, these are things that we can do a lot better on creating the outlets for people to do that. And I know some changes recently and things like Anchor that I was dabbling with originally, um, they wouldn't let us upload long form content, but now we can, so we can push on over there. Sweet. And it's basically a call in. Um, we can just have it as a call in line to where anyone can yeah. go ahead and hop on and it gives us the audio file to then integrate as well. Um, Perfect. So those are things we need to explore. I'm sure there's other things out there. It might be better ones. So at least that's things that we're looking into and trying to do. Right. Yeah. Um, That'd be fun. I mean, I would love it. I, honestly, it's, this this podcast is not about um, serve, serving my ego. You know that was never what this was about. Uh, That's was, just a bonus. Um, like I said, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I was waiting for somebody. <laughs> like I said, this has mostly been a very humbling experience. Um, but it's uh, it, it really was the purpose of this was to try and, and reach a lot of people. I talk to people all the time about this stuff. That and people will contact me uh, that are friends and family. It's like, hey, how would you explain? Like, I don't really get this. I heard about this thing, but I'm not so sure about it. Like, that's part of my motivation for doing this. Is that those kind of conversations? Is I bet that you're not the only one. When I get that phone call, that would be, might be the thought that I was having toward that person. I bet you're not the only one who encountered this and had that question. Seven you know? and a half billion people in the world. I bet so <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, one thing. I think would be kind of fun in the time that we have left on this conversation we're having is just to say, what do you think is the coolest thing about psychology or what is the thing that people get the most wrong about psychology or I don't know. What do you guys think? I got an idea. Let's hear it. There is so much that goes into research design, the proper controls, 
to how it's written to where it's published that mm -hmm. it's like almost I think impossible for anyone that's looking to just kind of find a quick answer on Google to really understand the quality of that yeah. research that they're looking up or that article. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's the most difficult part of psychology. And uh, I think if I don't necessarily think that this podcast will be the solution to that. Right. But in in a way, we develop something that the aim is to try to make that sort of stuff a little bit more consumable. So any solution or something that's kind of helping move in that direction, like this creative effort that we're putting in, I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But it's just a huge problem in not just psychology, but in science in general, right? So yeah, I guess that's my random thought. Well, I was just going to say, I was doing research for, uh, just on what you were saying there, I was just doing an uh, research for an episode this week and reading some of the research articles that were published on this topic and looking at their conclusion they would like state the results and they'd state their conclusion that sounded like the opposite of the results. They're like, there was no change between the experimental group and the control group. Therefore we conclude this was a, su a successful intervention. And I'm looking at this going, what? <laughs> and so I would look through and, but the thing that gets reported is this was a successful intervention. And so I'm looking through their numbers and looking through their results and methods section. And it's like the thing that they decided to report on was the, the measure was something like, I, I want to say this when we actually go into this episode and not reveal what the topic's going to be just yet, just for cliffhanger funness. But um, they, they did something where they were looking at whether or not this intervention was successful. And to measure that, they measured the people who were watching their kids. So the kids were the participants. They were like, how do you think this was? So that was one of their measures. And then it was... I don't remember what the scale was exactly, but it was a tiny, tiny bit higher for one group than the other group. Like 36 to 33 was like the score. Yeah. And they're like statistically significant. And I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, they're so barely, barely different. And like, you're not even reporting on an actual measure. But the thing is like, people don't, they don't, dig into that stuff they shouldn't even have to be expected yeah, well, to dig into that sort of thing yeah and that's what i'm saying is like it's a problem across all of science and then the age of what we know works on disseminating information right now with clickbaity titles and things like that um i feel like there's a way to leverage those things but still teach people how to pull those things apart and that was part of this podcast right yeah i was trying to give an example of what you <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah, a specific yeah. evidence to back yeah you. <laughs> no yeah that's just kind of more justification what do you what do y'all think well i'm thinking about like just linked into that and it, it it it's this idea is near and dear to my heart because the first episode i edited was episode three circular reasoning and for my money i think that is one of the biggest problems i see within the field of psychology um are these logical fallacies, the circular reasoning where the symptoms explain or define whatever the the topic is. Um, and, and being able to pull things apart and actually look at things in a way that, uh, that proves, you know, control or that actually identifies the root of whatever it is, whatever phenomenon we're looking at, um, is really, really important. And I, I think, um, you know, we do have a lot of, we're definitely learning a lot as we go here and we've got a lot of things that we're going to keep working on. But one of the things I think we do well, if I am to pat ourselves on the back, um, for a brief moment is that we, we do tackle these topics and we really do try to get down to the root of them. And we try to show how, you know, popular opinion presents this in a way that really is circular reasoning and how that's problematic. And, and we try and, and unfold that a little bit, um, 
So I think um, that is an issue I see ongoing within the field of psychology. And I, I'd like to think we're doing our part to address it. I agree. Um, I think that probably, uh, you know, the way I, the way I see it is, you know, like kind of like Miranda said, there are these, these bigger issues that, that I think is really great that we can dig down into it and be able to kind of disseminate that to people who are um, interested in the science. And I think one thing that we try to, as a, like we try to promote together as like a, a culture of disseminating information is this idea of scientific literacy. I think that is something that um, is sorely lacking in general. I don't know that people, and I, you kind of see it in behavior analysis where we all kind of talk in an echo chamber where our, our conferences are great, but we talk to each other about behavior analysis and we don't really do a good job of talking to other people about behavior analysis in, in like a really effective way. Um, so I think that, that that the ability to be able to take these these more complex topics, break them down, make them digestible, make them consumable, bring them out to the community and kind of say like, you know, this is where I thought I was wrong. And this is why scientific literacy is so important. Um, I think that kind of is one of the really interesting things about this podcast in particular and just about being a scientist. I think that is something that's really cool about being a scientist is being able to be like, I am, I can be scientifically literate and still miss parts of this, you know? And I think that's kind of a cool flavor here that we get, we get an opportunity to tackle head on and be able to kind of show like great point being scientifically literate. doesn't mean that you know it all. It means that you can dig a little bit and, and recognize Hey, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's a missing component here. Maybe, um, I didn't know as much about, you know, circular reasoning or, um, sensory deprivation tanks as I did, you know, I thought I knew more and I didn't, and that's okay. You know, that's a great point. And, um, well, I think that's, um, I don't know. I think that's, that's probably a good place to, to end this, wrap it all up anyway. So I'll, I'll go and close. We, I, I'd like you, you all have a, an opportunity to contribute to this here, but just to say again, thank you. <laughs> uh, happy birthday. For <laughs> we made it one year, which I think is, is pretty cool. Um, I know a lot of other podcasts don't separate uh, celebrate uh, anniversaries of that type, but uh, I wanna. And uh, and here we are. And you know, who, who knows how much longer we're gonna be able to keep this going? Hopefully, a long time. But it's our podiversary. <laughs> it's our podiversary. <laughs> Ryan's doing a dance. Um, all right, cool. So anyway, uh, I, I just I'll just leave with that. Like I said, you know, if you uh, one thing we could ask is share this with someone that you that you know. Well, let people know about the podcast. Try and get when it out there. We're really big. Can we do like an Oprah and be like, and you get a car, and you get a car, and give all of our podcast listeners a car? Uh, Maybe sure. a book or something. That's our that's our goal is to have so much money we're giving <laughs> the away ten cars. year the ten year pot of mercy. You get a nurture effect, and you get a nurture effect. <laughs> oh, one thing. I actually I do, I do know what I wanted to say. Um, that might go back and cut this in but um we've actually we have not really defined behavior analysis i you know i feel most of the people we listen to are probably behavior analysts but you know for those of people who don't really uh who, who don't know we haven't really we've had a lot of behavior analysts on the show we've talked about it on the side but uh we we, we should probably define that actually anyway that was my my thank you i'll let you guys have your platform for how you'd like to close this out uh i guess the the last thing i want to say is just that um I'm proud of us. I'm excited for our growth. And I'm just super thankful to everyone who has taken the time to listen, has taken the time to message or comment, um, come up to us at workshops or conferences and just um, talk with us about what we do. And um, yeah, um, I'm excited for what's ahead. Agreed. Jane? 
Uh, I'm glad to be a part of this. Uh, hopefully, I can generate content that you guys will uh, like and appreciate. And um, you know, uh, I think that this is a really cool opportunity for all of us to work together and really grow this in the next year. Um, and is this going to be out before ABAI? Yes, this will be out this Wednesday. So come say hi to us at uh, ABAI. Yes. We'll all be there. Cool. All right. Shout out to all of the people that have been uh, involved from the folks that are listening to the people that have been on the show to be interviewed to everybody that uh, we're recording with right now. Miranda, Shane, um, the the larger community that kind of helps vet and kind of talk sometimes about this project like NBX Plus, yep. you, uh, yourself, Abraham. Um, it's super fun to talk about why we do what we do. And I get to do that all the time with y'all. That said, I made the plug for the why we do what we do. I'm happy. <laughs> and this episode can end He's, with me. He said the title. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, then, uh, unless you guys have anything else, I'm ready to go ahead and close it out. Patrons. Man. Um, patrons, one real quick. Dedication. Uh, so, a thank you to all the patrons, but also, we're going to do a hell of a lot better this year. So, thanks for sticking around. And here we go. You're holding Ryan personally accountable to that. Yes. So... All right, well, I'll begin then. Uh, this, is, uh, this has been Why We Do What We Do. This is Abraham. This is Rhino. This is Miranda. And this is Shane. And we are out. You've been listening to Why We Do What We Do. Why We Do What We Do is supported in part by ABAI's Disseminating Behavior Analysis Special Interest Group and our amazing listeners. If you like what you heard, consider heading to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash podcast. Anything helps, and we are continuously lining up perks and merch for our supporters. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. Find us at podcast on your favorite social media platforms. You can learn more about this and other episodes by going to www.wwdpodcast.com. There, you'll find links as well as detailed and shareable show notes. Why We Do What We Do is Abraham, Ryan O, and Miranda. Artwork and logo designed by Andrew Pollock at nogdesigns.com. Video and production assistance from Tyler Brassier with music courtesy of Justin Greenhouse. Brendan Bohr does our episode art. Thanks for listening, and we hope you have an awesome day. Yeah, you didn't know that, Miranda? I really didn't know that. Yeah, so... Cause, it makes, everything makes so much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened was when we when we first started and we were trying to get like a better microphone and we only, we didn't really want to spend a lot of money on one. And um, I had, I was looking around and so my, my cousin had given me a microphone and um, I think I had bought a microphone thinking it would be this great microphone and it was terrible um but i found the garage band microphone that i had had a usb port like uh, end on it and so we plugged it in and it worked and it sounded really good so actually if you go back and listen to the very first time that i recorded um the 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 part where we say you're listening to why we do what we do we did that with that microphone and we just recorded it twice and then i cut it up and stitched it together and so that's uh yeah ryan has been using a garage band microphone this entire time Oh. Wait, is it a rock band or garage band? Oh, let me look like and see what it says. Game. Yeah, the video game. Wow.
Oh, that's it's great. Guitar Hero specifically. Sorry, Guitar Hero. Yeah. 